0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 25 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday, the 18th of February, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we'll have sunshine today, a high of 49, clear tonight, low down to 29, sunny and up to 56 degrees on Saturday, Saturday night, slow 32 under a clear sky. And Sunday, we'll have sunshine, a high of 63, could have some gusty winds. Now for Monday, President's Day, we've got a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms, and with cloudy skies, we'll have a high of 68. Right now, it's fair and 25 degrees at the KVOM studios, and let's take time to congratulate our employee of the day. It is Brenna Jones at Yesterday's. Obituary announcements this morning. Patricia Ann Birch, age 58 of Perryville, died on Tuesday, February 15th. Graveside service will be held Saturday, February 19th, 10 a.m. at Harper Cemetery with Brother Jackie Brand officiating. Visitation is tonight from 6 until 8 o'clock at the Harris Chapel. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. James Roy Day, age 56 of Perry County, died Friday, February 11th, Funeral service will be held this afternoon at 2 at the Apollo Church of Christ. Burial will follow at Liberty Cemetery in Adona by Bob Neal & Son's Funeral Home of Moralton. Herbert Lee Herbie Epperson, age 66, of Moralton, died Monday, February 14th. He is survived by his brothers, Larry Joe Epperson, Doyne Epperson and Terry Epperson, his sisters Charlotte Epperson, sons Daniel Epperson and Harvey Epperson two grandchildren, and a host of nieces, nephews, and friends. The family will hold a private celebration of life and graveside service with arrangements by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Morlton and Conway. Rhonda Lucille Wingo Hotchkiss, age 66, of Perry, died Thursday, February 17th. She was a homemaker and of the Christian faith and is survived by her husband of 32 years, Bob Hotchkiss of Perry, three daughters, Zanita Davidson of Dardanelle, Brandy Helfrich of Bigelow, and Ellen Hotchkiss Bonnet of Perry, son Robbie Hotchkiss of Perryville, seven grandchildren, four great-grandchildren, and many friends and loved ones. The family will receive friends Monday, February 21st, from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Harris Chapel. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Daryl Jean Hunt, Age 57 of Perryville died Saturday, February 12th. Memorial service will be Friday, February 18th, 1 p.m., at Perryville Temple Missionary Baptist Church with Brother Gordon Morgan officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Morrillton. Linda Faye Murray Williams, age 61, died February 5th. Early in life, she joined Greater Union Hill Missionary Baptist Church in Morrillton. She graduated from Morlton High School in 1978 and attended Petty Jean Vocational College to earn a certificate in blueprint. She also attended Basel Cosmetology School and received her cosmetology license. She is survived by her husband Gary Gabby Williams Sr. of Conway, four sons, Rashawn Williams of Conway, Gary Williams Jr. of Plumerville, Damian Williams and Randall Williams, both of Morlton, four brothers, two sisters, 11 grandchildren, and a host of nieces, nephews, other relatives, and friends. Visitation for family and friends will be held tonight from 5 until 6 at Greater Union Hill Baptist Church, number 58 Sandtown Road in Moralton. Celebration of life service for Linda Faye Murray Williams will be held Saturday, February 19th, 11 a.m. at the church. Burial will be at Owen Cemetery in Plummerville by Veasley Funeral Home of Conway. Henry Lee Rainey, age 86 of Hattieville, died Thursday, February 10th. He is survived by two sons, Dell Rainey of Virginia and Cedric Rainey of Missouri, one brother, one sister, five grandchildren, and a host of great grandchildren, nieces, nephews, cousins, and friends. Visitation will be today, 2 to 7 p.m., at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors. Funeral service for Henry Lee Rainey will be Saturday, February 19th, 11 a.m., at New Prospect Baptist Church in Cleveland. Arrangements by Vance, Wilson, and Jarrett Funeral Directors. Kenneth Razur, age 71, has died. A Texas native, he moved to Arkansas in 2005. In his career, he worked for the Boy Scouts of American National Headquarters, Keene Incorporated, and Axiom until his retirement in 2010. After retirement, he started his One Dusty Track travel blog. He is survived by his wife. Catherine Heiser Razur, daughter Katie Resur, son Chris Resur, daughter Claire Brent, and one grandson. Private service for Kenneth reserve will be held at a later date with arrangements by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Morlton and Conway. William Clyde Spence, age 87, of Morlton died Monday, February 14th. Graveside service will be held this morning at 10 at Wolf Cemetery with brother Mike Atkinson officiating Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 737, it's fair, 25 degrees at the KVOM Studios on our way to a high of 49 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. always in touch. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 738, fair and 25 degrees at the KVOM studios. The University of Arkansas Community College at Morrilton welcomed Dr. Carlene Kennedy to campus Thursday as guest speaker for its celebration of Black History Month. Dr. Kennedy told the audience why it's important to celebrate Black History Month and remarked that the success of African Americans throughout the nation's history should be recognized and celebrated all the time, not just during the month of February.
1: It is my belief that the development of Black History Month should expand into everyday life of the people. Why? Thank you for asking. It is the fruit of a long
0: legacy of vigorous thinking and courageous action of many Americans. Dr. Kennedy is a retired educator and school administrator who's become a community leader and volunteer for many local organizations after retiring to Moralton. Among other involvements, she's president of the Moralton Human Relations Council, a board member for the Conway County Community Foundation, and a volunteer at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce and T.C. Vaughn Senior Activity Center. For her service and dedication to the community, Dr. Kennedy was recognized as the 2021 Moralton Area Citizen of the Year. Some important dates are quickly approaching concerning the May preferential primary, nonpartisan judicial general, and annual school election. The Conway County Clerk's Office reminds us the party filing period begins February 22nd at noon and ends March 1st at noon. The Democratic Party and the Republican Party will be set up for filing on the first floor of the Conway County Courthouse during that time. Candidates will file with their respective party first and then bring all paperwork received to the county clerk's office to complete the process. School board candidates will turn in petitions to the clerk's office during the same filing dates. The deadline to register to vote in the election is April 25th. Early voting begins May 9th and ends May 23rd. Election day is May 24th. A federal judge says he's dismissing a lawsuit challenging Arkansas's new state house districts as diluting the influence of black voters unless the Justice Department joins the case. U.S. District Judge Lee Rudofsky Thursday gave the Justice Department five days to join the lawsuit as a plaintiff. Two groups are challenging the new districts for the state's 100 House seats. The ruling comes days before the one-week filing period for state and legislative offices begins in Arkansas. The redistricting plan created 11 majority black districts, which the groups challenging the map argued was too few. The Perry County Sheriff's Office is warning residents of a possible roofing scam targeting residents throughout the county. Authorities say a white male by the name of John Malone has been to several homes to inquire about roofing and other repair jobs. Sheriff's officials encourage you to check with the Better Business Bureau if you have any doubts about the validity of a potential business or individual. If you've been scammed or are the target of a scam, you're asked to report it to the Attorney general's office and to the BBB. If you have any other questions, you can call the Perry County Sheriff's Office at 501-889-3309. After steadily falling over the past several days, the number of active cases of coronavirus in Conway County was unchanged Thursday. The Arkansas Department of Health reported eight new cases of the virus in the county, with the number of active cases remaining at 121. Perry County's active case count dropped by one for the day to 65, as just three new cases were reported. Statewide, the number of active cases declined by 483 for the day, as 1,149 new cases were recorded. Hospitalizations declined by 73 for the day, but the death count remained high, 45 new deaths recorded on Thursday. The Conway Police Department is asking for the public's help in locating a man who's been missing since January 24th. In a social media post, the department said 44-year-old Jared Cronshaw was last seen in the 200 block of Amity Road wearing a dark blue shirt and black shorts. He's described as a white male, 5 foot 8 inches tall, 300 pounds with brown eyes. You can view a picture of him on the Conway Police Department Facebook page. The Sacred Heart Catholic School Elementary Robotics team, the Knockout Knights, recently competed in the first Lego League competition where they qualified for the state competition. The Knockout Knights attended the Cargo Connect Challenge Arkansas State Competition January 22nd. They received the Engineering Excellence Award in third place overall in the robot games. The Engineering Excellence Award celebrates a team with an efficiently designed robot, an innovative project solution that effectively addresses the season challenge, and great core values evident in all they do. The Knockout Knights' concept was to construct a package-delivering drone. After visiting with multiple businesses in the community, they developed this project to help these businesses with delivery issues they have faced. Their project is a refrigerated zone that can be used to transport cold groceries up to a certain amount of weight to a customer within a defined mile radius. Sacred Heart's team members are Rose Fusheris, Lane McNabb, Katie Fusheris, Reagan Fusheris, Gabby Ruff and Molly Strahan Niemeyer. The fifth through seventh grade team is led by robotic sponsors Teresa Fuscheris and Chris O'Kane. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. RVAC will issue quarterly commodities to all qualifying Conway County residents today from 9 till noon at the fairgrounds in Moralton. Participants need to bring their driver's license and know their household income amount. The distribution is a drive-through service and clients will be able to remain in their vehicles. The Perry County Extension Service is offering a series of beginning farmer classes via Zoom. A class on access to credit will be held tonight at 6. The cost is $10. Registration is available online at farmandfoodsystem.uada.edu slash classes. Morlton First Free Will Baptist Church will offer free bowls of soup for the community Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Free hats, gloves, socks, and blankets will also be available. The church is located on Highway 64 across from Moralton Vet Clinic. Victory Mission Bible Training Center in the Austin community north of Center Ridge is holding a fundraising barbecue dinner featuring Stobie's Pulled Pork, Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. Meals are available for dine-in, carry-out, or drive through pickup. A $10 donation is suggested. For more information, call 501-386-1493. The Conway County Library is hosting a teen movie night Saturday at six. For more information, call 501-354-5204, visit ConwayCountyLibrary.org, or the Conway County Library's Facebook page. The Center Ridge Lodge of Freemasons meets Saturday night at seven o'clock. And there are no classes today or Monday in the South Conway County School District. Let's remind you at this time that KVOM's weekday morning newswatch is available as a podcast. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, SoundCloud. You can also listen on our website or our free mobile app. Our weekday Newswatch podcast is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 745, fair, 25 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coming up a little later on, we'll visit with Shannon Autry from the Conway County Extension Service. Eric Tyler joins us next with Sports and Weather Always in touch. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
1: KVM's NewsWire for sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Senior Joseph Pinion scored 21 points, and Marlton's senior boys basketball team rallied in the second half for a 45-39 victory over Pottsville in the semifinals of the 4A4 district tournament last night in Subiaco. Devil Dogs closed the third quarter on an 11-2 run to erase an eight-point deficit. And put the game away with just over a minute remaining on the Nixon Family Dental big smile play of the game. And now Mosley has it to Brockman in the corner. Three pointers up and good. Brockman with a three from the corner after Devil Dogs used about a minute and a half of the clock. Sophomore Corey Mosley finished with 12 points for the Devil Dogs, who won their twelfth game in a row to improve the record at two nineteen and six. Marlton's girls wasted little time in disposing of Darnell in their semifinal matchup, outscoring the Lady Sam Lizard 16-3 in the first quarter and holding Darnell to six points through the first three quarters of the game in a 45-16 win. Junior Cheyenne Kemp scored six of the game's first eight points, including a three-point play and three more on the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. Fast is lobbed into Dumblap. Draws the crowd, throws it back outside. In the corner, Kemp, open three-pointers, good. It's an 8-0 start for the Lady Devil Dogs. Camp and senior Allie Joe Dunlap finished with 8 points apiece to lead Marlton as the Lady Devil Dogs improved their record to 19-5. Marlton's girls and boys will play in the tournament finals on Saturday in Subiaco. The girls will play Pottsville at 5 p.m. The boys will play Subiaco at 6.30. And we'll have the broadcast of both of those games for you live on KVOM Lady Apache's beat Ozark 42-26 on Thursday, while the Trojans rallied to beat Dardanelle 48-45. Nemo Vista's girls and boys teams will both be playing for the 24 District Championship. The Lady Redhawks beat county rival Wonderview 49-38 in a semifinal game of the district tournament in Marlton on Thursday, behind 17 points from junior K.K. Garrison, 16 from junior Addie Peebles. Junior Abby Baker and sophomore DeAsia Simpson each scored 13 points in the loss for the Lady Daredevils. The Nemo Vista boys shot Guy Perkins 74-71 in their semifinal game. Senior Logan Harper led the Redhawks with 26 points. Junior Patrick Perry added 17, and senior Ben DeSalvo followed with 16. The Lady Redhawks will play Mount Vernon Enola in the championship game at 5 p.m. Saturday for the Marlton Junior High Gym. The Lady Warhawks beat Sacred Heart 53-26. On Thursday, the boys' final will be an Conway County matchup as the Red Hawks will square off against Wonderview at 6.30 p.m. Saturday. The Daredevils manhandled Mount Vernonola 67-30 on Thursday to advance to the championship game. Junior Sam Reynolds led the Daredevils with 27 points, while senior Caleb Squires put in 17 in Wonderview's 31st win of the season. Perryville High School is looking for a new football coach and athletics director. Coach Chris Norton was hired this week to be the new head coach and AD at Lone Oak High School. Norton spent the past four years as head coach at Perryville, leading the Mustangs to the playoffs each of the last three years and earning four 3A Conference Coach of the Year honors in 2021. Norton will begin his work at Lone Oak on Monday. Former Sacred Heart standout Mackenzie Greason scored nine points and grabbed three rebounds in a losing effort for the University of the Ozarks women's basketball team in a 57-53 loss for the Lady Eagles to Texas Dallas on Thursday. The Arkansas women's team had its minus two-game winning streak snapped with a 76-67 loss to Florida on Thursday. The Rays-Bucks returned home to face Kentucky on Sunday. The Arkansas men's team takes on number 16 Tennessee in Bud Walton Arena on Saturday, tip-off. At 3 p.m. live on our sister station, 99.3 The Eagle. The Arkansas baseball team opens its season today at Baumwalker Stadium against Illinois State with Connor Nolan throwing the first pitch at 3 p.m. The Arkansas softball team plays its home opener against Illinois at 3 p.m. today. And The University of Central Arkansas women's basketball team picked up its fourth ASUN conference win of the season Thursday night, beating Bellarmine 65-58 to in Conway. Sugar Bears host Eastern Kentucky on Saturday at 4 p.m. The UCA men play the Colonels at 6.15 p.m. Saturday. Both of those games will are live on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. 7.52 now as we look at weather on this Friday. And we have got uh, low temperature this morning at 22 degrees. High yesterday was 65 And, of course, that came actually in the morning, and then temperatures fell through the day. A year ago today, the low was 16 with a high of 35. Rain in the last 24 hours was 0.45 inches. That gave us 0.68 inches for that total uh, system uh, from Wednesday night through through Thursday morning. And total rainfall for the year at the KVOM studio is now 6.49 inches. Sunset this evening, is 5.55, sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.53, and forecast calls for sunny skies today, high of only 49 degrees expected, clear tonight with a low around 29, And warming up a bit the next couple of days, 56 with sunny skies on Saturday, mid-60s on Sunday, then we do have a chance of rain again by Monday, and for good part of next week, actually, it looks like. Right now, we have got fair skies. Cold morning, 25 degrees at 753. Newswide continues in just a moment.
0: Always in touch. Patty Jean, Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is seven fifty seven now in KVOM.
1: We're joined on our close up interview this morning by Shannon Ockery with the Conway County Cooperative Extinction Service. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning. All right, it is good to have you in on this Friday and I know we got got quite a bit going on here. Yeah, I got
2: quite a list today, don't I? Yeah, yeah, that's
1: good. I know we talked a little bit last time about that Best Care training for the child care providers, which is a really big event, and that is coming up
2: next weekend. It is, yeah. So Best Care is our um, free training that we offer for child care providers. They can receive up to 10 hours of continuing education, which all of our child care providers, uh, providers are required to get a certain amount so we're proud to be able to offer um, a good chunk of those hours um, at no cost so yes that is Saturday February twenty sixth, which is next Saturday it's sneaking right up on us um, and the registration is actually set to close today so if anybody is wanting to get registered been waiting or whatever go ahead and get registered we do still have some spots available so um, get in there and get registered that's going to be held at the workforce training center So, lots of space to spread out and, you know, do all those things that we're still doing. So, um, get in there and get registered for that for sure.
1: And they do that through y'all's website Uh
2: or... It is located. I have a link on my um, Facebook page, and I will repost that so it's right there at the top. You can also call our office, and we can send you the information. Um, Our phone number is 501-977-2146. And then we did send letters out to all of the um, child care providers registered with DHS. So um, hopefully your facility received a letter, and that's got a link right there in the letter as well.
1: Okay. All right. But need to act fast today. That's right. Let's go. All right. (laughs) And, uh, of course, also for the, uh, the food service folks got uh, training or certification for them coming up. Serve
2: safe. Yes. We've got a serve safe food managers course coming up on March 7th and 8th. We're just training up all the people. Um, registration for that closes on February 28th. And again, um, the link and information is on my Facebook page. Hopefully that'll be running in the newspaper this next week as well. Um, but the, you can go ahead and register. You can call us at the office. We can send you what you need. Um, But yeah, that one is coming up, and that one is a two-day training, March 7th and 8th. You have to pass a test at the end, so um, we do like to get our books and things ordered, so that way if anybody wants to go ahead and get their book, and they can, you know, start studying up before it's time to go to the class and pass the test. So um, definitely go ahead and get in and get registered for that if you are needing the Serve Safe Food Managers course. And again, that is anyone um, or any facility that deals with food, you know, convenience stores um daycare facilities um restaurants and all that kind of stuff so lots of folks
1: so but is it just like a manager from each place? I mean, not every employee. Yes, not every
2: employee has to have it. Um, a lot of places are trying to do at least two. That way they can make sure that, you know, they've got somebody at all times because it is a requirement. When the health department does come in and, um, you know, check on things, they are checking for that, checking the certificate, making sure you've got um, a valid certificate and somebody there on staff that is um, ServSafe certified. And that certification does last five years. So that's right. helpful.
1: All right, and uh, now Walk Across Arkansas. What can you tell us about that? So,
2: Walk Across Arkansas is coming back up. Um, it's It takes place in the spring and the fall. We usually here in Conway County do a big push in the spring. Um and its registration is, it opens February 28th. But what Walk Across Arkansas is, it's just a push to get folks active. You know, enjoy the weather, enjoy the beautiful Arkansas scenery. Um, it's a team activity, and you anybody can join. Um, a lot of my Extension Homemaker Clubs join. We've had businesses join in the past. We've had teams from the Senior Adult Center join. Um, and so it's teams from three to eight, and you just, basically, it's an accountability thing. Some folks like to get together and either walk or do any type of um, intentional exercise so you know if you decide to park at the back of the Walmart parking lot and walk all the way into Walmart you know what that takes five minutes right um so you know that's intentional that's five minutes of extra exercise that you've added into your day we want you to count that and um you know so anything that you're doing to add activity into your day you you count that and the goal when it started was for folks to um you know, walk enough, do enough activity that it would take you across Arkansas. And don't ask me what that number is because it sure just slipped out of my mind. But um, we just want folks to get together, be active, and get healthy. So um, it's – Again, that opens up on February 28th, and then you start recording your activity March 14th, and then it runs eight weeks. So it's just a little friendly competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Caldwell County, in the past, we have been the top county in the state a couple times, and uh, for several years we were right up there, you know, top top five. Um, so I'd love to see Conway County up there again. So if you're interested in getting a team together, we love businesses to put teams together. Reach out to us. Um and I can help you through that process, or you can go to walk.uada.edu and sign up. Um, sign up's online, super easy. Um, you do need an email address um, to register, but if you don't have that, contact me and we can work through that.
1: Okay, all right. So, uh, that is coming up, and also coming up uh, very soon, the return of Munchin on Maine. We're excited about that. Yes, so. the
2: return. Um, yeah. We are excited that Muncheon is coming back, and uh, Alicia and I are working on the kids' activities this year. So we are looking for folks, um, civic groups, churches, all that kind of stuff, to do some kids' activities for us. We'll be doing... Um, you know, like giving you a booth space basically, and then you can do whatever kind of activity that you want to do. Like if you wanted to set up a little mini golf, or if you wanted um, to paint faces, or if you, you know, anything like that, um, we have a sign up form on the Munchen, um or actually on the Main Street Moralton webpage. If you go to mainstreetmoralton.org, Um, and then there's a button right there on the front to get munching information. There's a vendor sign up. And if you are doing a free activity for the kids and not selling anything at your booth, then there is no vendor fee. So our groups and stuff, we really want to encourage you to come out, um, and, uh, set up something for the kiddos to enjoy and, um, and, you know, get, get yourself out there and enjoy hopefully the good weather. We'll see.
1: Yes, let's. You know. never
2: know, yeah.
1: <laughs> never know in Arkansas for sure, but uh, yeah. all right. Well, Shannon, that, that, we did have quite a bit this morning, so we did. Uh, w- did we get it all covered?
2: I think. All right. Yeah. No? Let's say we did.
1: All right. Well, good deal, and we'll uh, we'll have more to catch up with you uh, next time. All right. So, sounds good. Thank you, Shannon Archer sure with Conway County Fire Extinction Service, joining us this morning. It's eight oh four on KVOM.
0: You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.